And we are live. We can horror bloodbath script number 42 audio. Sammy versus Arthur Cloud music intro. Do, 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 do. And action, Eugene. Welcome, horror fans, to the horror arena. Here, our horror experts represent horror legends and formal debate to determine who will win in the ultimate showdown for horror supremacy. I'm your ring host, Eugene, and this is Bloodbath. We'd also like to extend a huge welcome to our patron special guests, Bloodbath judges, Travis Brown, Josh Lee, DeNova28, and Javez. Hey guys. Hello everyone. Good evening. Greetings. Take it away, ring announcer. As a slide aside, I hear somebody typing. And that's gonna come out through the audio, so they appreciate it. It's gonna be a pumpkin spice cup of bloody murder tonight, folks. In this corner, represented by current champion JL, standing six feet, two inches tall, and weighing in at 135 pounds. He's vile, vulgar, and utterly insane. This hellborn offspring of Pagliacci and Perot is uncontested in his pure savagery, relentlessly stalking his victims and dispatching them with a terrifying array of improvised and found weaponry. This unstoppable, bloodthirsty, and immortal clown will be the last trick or treater you'll ever see. He's Art the Clown. And in this corner, represented by the challenger Aaron, standing four feet, two inches tall, weighing in at 70 pounds. No one would ever expect that what hides behind that adorable pumpkin costume with the infectious giggle would be Halloween's worst nightmare. Bound by the eternality of the pagan holiday, this unstoppable pint-sized terror celebrates the solstice with some trick-or-treating while mercilessly enforcing the ancient Samhain rituals and rules, effortlessly ripping through anyone daring enough to ignore or break them. It's Sammy! May the most brutally sadistic Halloween demon win. All right, combatants. Use everything available. Try to keep the gore inside the ring. Each debater will have one minute to present their opening statement. Then each will have three minutes to present their three best points. Then we'll get three minutes. Ah, start the line again. They will get three minutes each to rebut the points of their opponents. Then each will get one minute for their closing statements. As reigning champion, JL will... Uh, as reigning champ, JL will call the coin toss. Winner of the toss determines the lead. Okay. Here we go. Have a coin ready? Okay. So right here, we have standard heads. We have standard tails. Sorry. Uh, there we go. I'm sorry. I was muted for a second. I believe it. I firmly believe it. Tails never fails. Tails never fails, baby. Tails oh. never fails. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, heads. It is. Shiny. Tails. Yes! Oh. It fucking works! <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta believe. You just gotta believe in it. <laughs> All right, so I won the coin toss. Um, lot da 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 da. You know what? I'm gonna let Aaron go first. Oh yeah, gee, gentlemanly of you, you bastard. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it is my honor to allow you to go first, Aaron. So you can take it. 
All right, Aaron. Time will commence when you begin speaking. You have one minute. While most see him as little more than a child clothed in a burlap sack and a few scraps of fabric, Sammy's costume hides far worse beneath. And even those who are unfortunate enough to see his true form might mistake him for little more than a pumpkin-faced demon. But those in the know, like all the good little witches and warlocks out there, understand him for what he truly is. Sam Hain, a creature so, creature so powerful, he was once worshipped by the ancient Celts as a god of death. For the last several millennia, he has moved from town to town, maintaining the Halloween traditions and ensuring that the living pay their respect to the dead, all the while dispensing justice or simply watching the world's supernatural denizens carried out for him. But art has toyed with death once too often, and it has come to find him. The clown has violated the Halloween tradition by smashing pumpkins, killing those who gave him candy, and most importantly, he has failed to take his place amongst the dead where he belongs. And the last thing that Art is going to see will be a half-bitten, razor-sharp lollipop before he crosses death's threshold for the final time. I see the remainder. All right. Jail, your time will begin once you start speaking. Who is he? Where does he come from? What does he want? Despite being shrouded in mystery, one thing is absolutely certain. It will be the final gory punchline for anyone unlucky enough to cross paths with the punchinello of perversion and pain, Art the Clown, on Halloween. Driven by an unspeakable lust for violent chaos, this mutilating and mass-murdering mummer has proven nigh unstoppable on his unending quest for bloody carnage. Armed with a garbage bag of rusty savage treats, Art will use anything available or anything he can cobble together to deliver unending suffering to everyone he encounters. Seemingly unbound from even the limits of death itself, absolutely nothing is taboo for this predatory picador of perversion, and not even Sammy, the spiritual enforcer of Halloween itself, has a snowball's chance in hell against the blood and shit-stained chaos that is Art the Clown. I yield my rest. All right. Aaron, you have three minutes to state your three points. The first, but by no means least of Sammy's many abilities, is his near omnipotence. Not only is he able to see into his victims' souls, divining their past and future sins, but he is near omniscient of the events occurring on Halloween night. The bus driver Krieg had managed to hide amongst his fellow townsfolk for decades, but Sammy knew what he had done and came to deal with him when it was finally his turn. We then see him move from one horrific event to another in town before traveling miles to be present at the quarry when the delinquent children were abducted by the same bus driver's dead passengers. Second, though Sammy may look like a child, his physical abilities are beyond that of even an adult human. Capable of moving at high speed while climbing walls of ceilings, he's able to move swiftly and silently about his prey. Dropping on them at the most opportune moment, he can then employ a strength capable of snapping a grown man's arm one-handed. Hell, even a single part of this tiny terror liberated from the hole is deadly. Severed from his owner, severed from its owner, his hand then proceeded to attack on its own. And, as if you need another sign of the physical danger he presents... Then look at the werewolf pack who didn't dare assault him even as they shed their human flesh to take on feral animal form. And to top all of this off, Sammy has a type of immortality that dwarfs even arts. If a natural lifespan lasting seeming millennia wasn't enough, then his sheer survivability in a single encounter should be. While blades and bullets may not stop art, it's clear he feels pain, flinching and freezing whenever dealt a significant blow. 
Sammy, though, fails to react to such negative stimuli. It takes blunt and brutal force, such as a direct shotgun blast that had stopped him for any real period of time. And rather than having to wait on the assistance of an unidentified entity to res resurrect him after what must be hours, he is able to spring back to life within minutes, reattaching the hand that had previously wrought its own havoc. In short, while my art may have a supernatural entity on his side, Sammy is the supernatural entity. I see the remainder of my time. All right, JL, you have three minutes to state your three points. While it can't really be determined if Art is in fact an immortal demon, it can be said he's got friends in really low places. <laughs> Bound to a gruesome destiny of bloodletting madness, Art's hellish patronage gives him not only superhuman strength, but also a shocking capacity for stealth for such an obnoxiously gaudy and imposing killer. Even though, like Sam, Art is not shy about being seen, he can get the drop on his victims like few others, even if just to prolong the terror of his prey. Despite possessing his own supernatural abilities, Sammy simply doesn't have the size, speed, or strength to handle the likes of Art. And despite being, despite his seeming inability or unwillingness to make any sound whatsoever, this cannibalistic and all-too-on-the-nose cut-up has exhibited extraordinary intelligence when it comes to his mission of brutalizing the world. Whether a true criminal mastermind or being fed his information from a far more sinister source, Art has demonstrated the capacity for organization, planning, intuitiveness, and his favorite, improvisation when it comes to how he hunts, traps, and dispatches his quarry. Capable not only in hand-to-hand -hand combat, Art is the most dangerous when given the chance to improvise weaponry from the area around him. Whereas Sammy functions by brutal instinct and design, Art suffers no such limitations. Lastly, while it is unknown if Art has always been the way he is, we do know that Art is currently kept on mission by something far more unholy than himself. After his apparent suicide, the pale-faced girl made her existence known, and judging by the blank stare, glowing yellow eyes, and penchant for chewing her own fingernails off, she hails from a place far warmer than anywhere else. This entity has bequeathed Art not only with information and even some needed moral support, but also his apparent immortality, being able to be reborn in short order after shooting himself, brain impaired, and even full decapitation. While Sammy's regenerative and revival capabilities are powerful in their own right, nothing beats having the all the powers of the underworld on your side. Now, I see, see the rest of my time. All right, Aaron, you have three minutes for your rebuttal. First, as to Art's supernatural friends, that is the key there. Um, he has a friend, but... The same friend left him dead on the stretcher for what must have been hours before finally resurrecting him at the morgue because they would have taken photos at, before transporting the body and getting him there, processing him through. And Sammy is back up and going within moments. Um, we also see that the at the end of part two, that same ally doesn't reattach his head and bring him back. And even after he's resurrected at the beginning of the movie, he still has physical flaws that take time to heal. Sammy can just snatch his own hand up, reattach it, and keep going. Um, as to size and strength, we've seen what Sammy can do for strength. He snapped Craig's arm one-handed. He may be small, but he's extraordinarily strong. Um, and he is able to skitter along walls, just defying gravity, before dropping on his enemies, not to mention there are hints of telekinetic and pyrokinetic abilities. So... He is able to move swiftly and deadly on whoever he is attacking. And then finally, Art may like to play, but Sammy plans. Art is good in the moment. He can 
sneak up, but he can be thrown off by throwing an object in a warehouse that distracts him. He gets a little too into what he's doing and fires off every round in his firearm rather than preserving rounds to use later. Um, he is m moving chaos, whereas Sammy plans ahead because we've seen him. He stalk creaks. He moves along ceilings. He sends his message before he strikes. The same in the yard when they put out the pumpkins. He hid in the scarecrow before attacking. So he doesn't move in without a plan. And while he may improvise in the moment, before he goes in, he knows precisely what he is going to do. They see the remainder. All right. JL, you have three minutes for your rebuttal. <clears throat> Well, yes, both of these entities can take a lot of damage, and we have seen that before. Um, the truth of the remainder, the truth of the reality is that Sammy is far less damage resistant than Art is, and Art bounces back far quicker and takes extreme damage to actually shut him down. But it takes a lot to actually put Art on his back. But simple, basic, uh, basic attacks will not put Art down, but they will subdue Sammy for a prolonged period of time. That shotgun blast mentioned, and uh, when Krieg was getting, uh, Krieg got handsy with him, he will take a bump and he will be down for a second. And as long as you don't sleep on him, you can put him out and until next Halloween season. Art, no such difference. It requires decapitation. It requires an actual like brain shot to put him on his back. Anything else? Yes, he feels pain. Yes, he doesn't, he kind of reacts to it, but it doesn't stop him and it doesn't shut him down. And he'll simply wait for an opportunity to turn the table on his, uh, on his opponent. <clears throat> the second issue is that Sammy is predictable. Sammy being what he is, being essentially an avatar of the holiday itself, instead of a free roaming demon or a free roaming, free roaming demonic entity, Sammy is predictable and requiring a breaking of the rules and rituals of Halloween in order to incur his ire. Now, yes, art would definitely do that, but that puts uh, Sammy exactly where Art would want him because in order to bring him you must first do the action which means if Sammy shows up and fails to uh, take down Art in the, in the first fell swoop that means he can be wherever Art wants him to be and his predictability faced with, with Art's complete and total unpredictability makes him wholly at a disadvantage and last but not least it's mission orientation sammy reacts to what's going on whereas art has a very specific mission that he is engaging on mission-oriented individuals have to deal with obstacles to those and they have plans for those whereas sammy really more reacts to what's going on you break the rules sammy shows up he punishes those he moves on and despite his kind of spiritual essence and the fact that he kind of avatars himself as the small child creature the reality is Art doesn't have that limitation. Art simply moves from one object to the next, and if there's an uh, an obstacle such as Sammy, as which Sammy would be, Art can react to that in kind. And the minute Sammy proves a much better plaything than anything else, Art can take his time. But the reality of it is, he cannot dish out what Art can. He cannot take what Art can dish out, and Art can go all night long. I'll see you the rest of my time. All right, Aaron, you have one minute for your closing statement. The crux of Art's problem is that he brought a gun to a god fight. He has hijinks while Sammy has a plan. And while Art may have terrified a town or two, Sammy has sailed sway over the Night of the Dead since at least the time of the Celts. 
if not all the way back to the beginnings of mankind. He is swift and deadly, capable of his own supernatural action without the need for assistance. And should Art somehow manage to overpower him or even stop him from regenerating, there's always next year. And so it would go, one All Hallows' Eve after the next, Art learning the true meaning of the word terrifier, until at last, before darkness fell on the face of the earth, Sammy finally ushered him into the afterlife. Because, let's face it, no amount of candy bars is going to save this clown from finally facing Sammy's justice. I see the remainder. All right, JL, you have one minute for your closing statement. Sammy may think he's a god, but he's really just a pagan entity. And who can beat the powers that come from the infernal land of hell itself? In conclusion, each of these Halloween demons brings a solid fight to the table. And while it's somewhat unlikely one might be able to outright destroy the other one, they are certainly capable of incapacitating one another, at least until the holiday has passed. The question then comes down to who can dish out the maximum amount of damage and destruction to their opponent in the quickest amount of time. And the easy answer to that is the mass murdering Art the Clown. Unhinged, unbound, and limited only by his imagination, either with his hands or his tools, Art will waste no time in getting down to business and would carve his name into Sammy's melon head before turning him into a Starbucks seasonal flavor as the undisputed demonic Halloween killing machine. Thank you. All right, all right. Okay, well, we will go to our guest judges. So go ahead, Aaron and JL, take your headphones off. All right. So what we'll do is we'll go around real quick, and then I want to see who you will vote for. So we'll start with uh, Josh Lee. What do -hmm. you think? Yeah, I'm pretty much. I mean, I've seen, I haven't seen the other movie, the what is it, Trick or Treat? I guess it's called. So, but I have seen Terrifier, the original. Um, but in short, the thing is that kind of sways me is that, um, Sam is kind of bound by rules, but even though there are not very many, he's still bound by them. Where Art is just kind of. He just does whatever he wants. There's no real rhyme or reason to who or, or what he does or how he kills or anything like that. So I'd probably go with Art. Okay, all right. We got one for Art. Uh, Denova28, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> well, in order for Art to fight Sammy, he'd have, well, it would have to be Halloween season, which is Sammy's season. And, uh, Aaron failed to mention that um, Sammy can resurrect the dead. Hmm. He can resurrect the dead. He can resurrect like whoever you killed or, you know, and sick them on you. So I think, you know, that would be helpful in a fight. Um, I would have to go with Sammy. Sammy, okay. So we got, which... That was a very good point that Aaron should have brought up. Um, yeah. But, but right now, but he didn't bring it up. I mean, he didn't bring it up. Can't give him points for that. Yeah, Sammy can He can teleport. He can change his physical appearance, and he can resurrect the dead. Yeah, the big things that would give him an edge. 
Yeah. So, all right. So right now we got one for Art and one for Sammy. Travis Brown, what do you think? Well, I haven't seen either movie. Meant to see Trick or Treat, but I'm not. I don't know. Terrifier is just not really that kind of movie. But uh, give it away. How? What? Practically, it's kill count for Dell. It's kill count. You know, and Art the Clown has killed more people than Sammy. What was it? Sammy can only kill, like, uh, like his only target was that person, and he didn't. And that was the only story that Sammy was in. While Art for two movies counts two fucking movies. Uh, he killed many people. Uh, where he kills his victims brutally and viciously. Uh, well, any reason why? Uh, so, and it turns uh, Art the Clown. It's gonna be my vote because due to the screen time and the kill count. Yeah, those are those are all valid points. He definitely has some vicious, vicious kills. And don't forget, he won a chainsaw award for one of his for his one of his kills in Terrifier too. So, gotta give him points for that. Yeah, there's not many worse ways to go than that. <laughs> all right, so it looks like we got two for Art, one for Sammy. Uh, is it pronounced Jvez or JV? Jvers. Uh, it would be Jvers. 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 That's what JL calls him. That's what JL pronounced it. So. Jvers. All right. What do you think? Well, um, I think JL did a great job with the opening, uh, and I think Aaron did a great job with the closing. So I can easily break this down to the points they were making. Um, I have to go with uh, uh, superhuman strength and stealth definitely beats just superhuman strength um, omnipotence I think beats out um, being articulate and uh, improvisation but uh, reincarnation definitely beats out immortality so I'm going to have to go with art yeah mainly a lot of it comes down to the ending of the second one so that way, it's pretty much it's already decided. So we got three for Art, one right. for Sammy. Question: Is Art bound to Halloween, or is he, you know, Halloween more? No, he can kill it any time. Yeah. So that was also another thing to point out that Sammy can only kill during Halloween, and Art can kill without Halloween to come. So I don't know if they made the point, but I guess they at the end of the first movie, Art did killed himself because he but he didn't know he was going to come back you know shot himself in the head anybody no that that is so that's a good point the fact that he's that committed to uh his purpose right so you know yeah it seems like from what i heard art is kind of just coming into his powers he really doesn't know what exactly he's all capable of just yet you know so yeah, it seems be, like as the audience, we're learning about his powers as he is. Right. So, yeah, it's just like he's probably even – whereas Sam, you know, he's kind of been established. It's like, here's what he's capable of, you know, whereas Art can be like – he's he, the potential – the possibilities are limitless, basically, you know. And, and who – and like that, who knows how long Art's been around? Sam, Sammy's been around since – the Middle Ages, who knows? Yeah, 
Yeah, we mm -hmm. really don't know a lot of history about art. But for one, he doesn't speak, so. Well, he probably chooses not to speak. Yeah, he probably chooses not to, but. Well, I got that sinister grin. That's creepy enough for Arthur. <laughs> That's fucking so, unnerving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this see, there will be a third movie, so we'll find it. we might find out. Yeah, but do we need a horror? Do we need a lot of background? I mean, hmm. sometimes even horror movies does better without well with little to no background. Sure. Yeah, they can just keep introducing elements. So like, it doesn't care where it comes from. It just comes comes in. Right. All right. So we have our decision because I have to go with art also. So art won four to one. Um. All right, I'll get the I'll get JL and Aaron back in. He's got his back. Of course, he's, of, course he's, of course, he's got his back turned to the camera. He's like doing something like sorting or something. Okay. Yeah. He like he stood up as we were like coming to our final decision. I was like, oh, really? Aaron, Aaron. Nobody wants to see your ass. What ass? Oh, <laughs> there is no ass. It's like God ironed him. <laughs> and now he loves the room. Yeah, yeah, now he's, he's gone. gone. The you got that hate kill ass. If you get my reference. How can you have ass if you never had it? <laughs> We're ready, bud. It was funny. <laughs> you, were, it, you stood up and turned around right as everybody was like, come back, come back. And then you had your back to it. Everybody, you know, and so it was like, we don't want to see his ass. And I was like, what ass? I thought about taking it because I was going down to the drawer, just like throwing ass cheek and bend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Can somebody turn off their mic if they're going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Travis. Give me one second. I just hit a chord. My audio is acting weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Deaf in one ear. What the fuck? There we go. My internet right. holds I'm good. Up okay. All right. There were a lot of good points made, and there. I mean, these both these beans are hands down pretty evenly matched. Um, we discussed a couple other points that could have been brought up that weren't, but. We based it solely on the points we brought up, and it was a, it was a, it was a pretty close fight, but we do have a specific winner. Ah, okay. And the winner is <laughs> the winner is Art the Clown. Yes! <laughs> God! <laughs> it was it was really close. It really was. Um, it basically it came down to just a couple of things. Um, 
one of the things is things like such as um Sammy Sammy only kills on Halloween where Art can kill at any time. And we feel like with Art But he doesn't. But he doesn't. But we felt like he could. And the thing with Art is we felt like Art was discovering his powers. So we don't truly know how powerful he is. Versus Sammy has been established for a long period of time, at least since the Middle Ages. So he's already knows fully of what he's capable of. And so the fact that Art's just discovering his powers and can probably hang in with Sammy already, which means we don't truly know how powerful Art is. Well, unless he's going to grow a whole body back from the stump his fucking head, he ain't too powerful now, is he? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where, where the, we obviously don't know where that's going to go with Victoria because I, I have no idea where Damien is going with that for Terrifier 3. But uh, but yes, in, refer in reference to Terrifier 1, when he gets up on when he, you know, he gets delivered to the corner and he actually technically that was a garage that was made up to look like a coroner's office. But a, when he gets off the table and he's just as surprised, is it's like, holy shit, I'm alive. OK, awesome. And <laughs> it was about business. So but yes. Mm -hmm. What's so congratulations. So congratulations, JL. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I showed mercy. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I left out the tele. I didn't want to like go hog on the telekinesis and the pyrokinesis because I'm like into a wall on fire. <laughs> and, and <laughs> like, you also forgot that well, he, he can summon. He can summon the dead. The um, I, I researched that, and that's a part of the reason I left out the pyrokinesis and telekinesis. Is it did? They're very like. There's such. There's such a small example of it, and it's so um, like the the link between it is so loose that like you're like, well, under what conditions can he do this? Like, is he stirring the wind to slam the door? If pyrokinesis, there are already candles. Does he have to have a flammable source? Something's been lit before. And then with summoning the dead, I don't think I like. Some people say he summoned the dead, and that's one thing that feels always felt kind of loose to me is I always thought he was more there and that it was their disrespect that drew them that and the girl, because if you pay attention to that girl, next time you watch it, she's a witch. It's not just a costume. She's a witch. Like she has foresight. Um, she knows about traditions. And if you look at all the pumpkins in front of her house, you'll see a bunch of like pagan symbology and stuff. So I'm like, it could have been the girl, like, they pissed her off. Now she's bringing them back. <laughs> what's what's the what, what's the symbology there? I think the word symbology. For, I think the word you're looking for is symbolism. What is the symbolism there? <laughs> yeah. So what's the symbology there? God. But I'm like that little girl's like carry on steroids four years out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good, the, good fire. Fire. the corpses came storming into the prom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good fight. All right. <clears throat> and that horror fiend concludes another glorious bloodbath debate. A huge thank you to our special patron judges for joining us. Let us know in the comments or at wickedhorror at gmail.com if you agree or disagree with the results. Stay tuned for we announce our next two combatants. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next month.